0: Forty-eight years, twenty-one teams in eight different countries. Is it time for Roy to retire?
1: Evening, Tate.
0: Evening, Jack. You're all right.
1: Yes. How are you, mate?
0: Very well, thank you. Very, very well. First time we've won in a few weeks, so. Yes. Uh, yeah,
1: it's been a while, isn't it? Yeah. Back to reality.
0: Yeah, it's the first time <laughs> we won this year. Mm. Sir. no, it was a nice nice weekend. Yourself?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Nice and quiet for myself, but
0: get up to much. Um so I watched the Arsenal on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then it was uh, Grace's mum's birthday on Saturday afternoon, so we went out for some dinner. Went out for a few drinks Saturday night, got a bit too drunk <laughs> and watched the Sunday games on my sofa or my duvet. With my duvet, I am feeling very sorry for myself. Yeah, I was gonna say, feeling very sorry for yourself. So, some of my views on the Sunday games might have been um, <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. they were actually until yeah, I rewatched agreed. the game yeah. back this afternoon. I was yeah, like, oh. very, I I am very similar. <laughs> 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 but no, all good, all good. So this this week's episode is week B of the um, international not international break, the winter break. Yeah. sorry, and. Next week's the FA Cup, then we we'll are back into the Premier League routine up until March, I think, when the international break is coming. Mm-hmm. This week's episode, we'll chat a big section on Crystal Palace and obviously their protests and what's going on there, our views on that situation. Moving on to the Sheffield United versus West Ham game and mainly the controversy of the last 15 minutes, mm. effectively, basically. And then our usual Team of the Week, winner-loser predictions and all that good stuff. But... As you always, let's start with the teaser. And Roy Hodgson is currently the oldest Premier League manager of all time. Each day he's doing the job. <laughs> yeah, it, gets it is time. going up. True. But can you name the other top ten oldest managers of all time in the Prem? Yeah, in the, the prem. Premier League, yeah. Sorry, yeah, in the Premier okay. League. All right. Here we go. Right. <clears throat> so, as mentioned, we will start at the Emirates. Yep. And Arsenal cruised to a a nice five nil yeah. five nil win. I read. I don't know how you
1: find your information whatever but yeah I go on the Sky Sports report as one of them and their sort of headline or their first sentence was Arsenal put their goal scoring problems behind behind them to thrash a dismal palace and I don't think you could sum it up much better like it's one of those games like Arsenal brilliant in you know, like you were looks like you are top of the league and absolutely flying and no one can get near you 5-0 scoring five goals at home five different goals at, what two or three different goal scorers mm. um yeah, but it also on the other hand, you have a Crystal Palace who are terrible on day, but again, their problems are probably much larger than the, the situations. So I just thought that sentence summed it up perfectly. But yeah, Arsenal come back from their their little break in the buy you couldn't have asked for much look, more. Look refreshed, think. look refreshed.
0: Mm. They had, I think, three different changes came in, Zinchenko was back mm. in, uh, Jesus was back in, and Trossard started. And the five nil probably does flatter Arsenal a little mm. because it was it was three 0 in the ninety third minute.
1: Yeah. The two late goals were
0: two late goals were were poor, pathetic because poor. they brought on Tompkins mm. and they brought on a, a young I think it was a young centre mid, centre midfielder who played mm. him right back and they were a carbon copy of the goals. It was what yeah. that right hand side was yeah, was, was so open and yeah, it puts a nice added gloss on mm. considering the last three games we played, Barely been able to score. Well,
1: yeah, Arsenal's last five in the prem. Uh, maybe five games, not sure. Basically, last five games scored three and obviously returned and scored five in one. So, yeah, I think the break was time away, nice relaxation and whatever. I think that's what they needed. Whatever. They digged. Yeah, refresh for the second half of the season, I think.
0: And mm-hmm. ready to go, ready to yeah. go, hopefully. But um, it was the interesting part about the p- this game was obviously 5-0 up. And at the end of the game, it was when Palace fans... Um, unveiled a Mm. large banner in the Emirates and BT weren't really cutting to it at the time and then obviously I think once they read that there was no swear words on it (laughs) or anything Um, they showed it Mm. and it read wasted potential on and off the pitch weak decisions taking us backwards and then with a good cut to uh, Steve Parrish Mm. and uh, I always don't know his name I forget his name Mark Bright yes Mark
1: Bright I mean again like my knowledge on Palace if anyone's listening who's a Palace fan please enlighten us but yeah, f- not. I feel, I feel like I know more about West Ham situation if that makes any sense. Mm. And I think the two clubs in the, at the moment have lots of parallels in how they're, how their fans basically are feeling towards their managers. But yeah, I think I think I think we might have even said it at the time, but sort of last year, m- months ago, when Vieira was still in charge, we were think we were all saying, well, outsiders looking in, well, why why would you get rid of uh, Vieira? Blah blah, but. At that time, I think they were very, very similar situation was happening now with Hodgson and their performances. But mm. and then, yeah, they've they've reverted back to reverted back to Hodgson and like the banner said, wasted potential, on and off the pitch, weak decisions, taking us backwards. And I think they had another banner or, or sign that said, "No shared vision, no structured plan." Um, yeah. I think, yeah, it's much deeper at Palace at the minute.
0: Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm glad you brought up that being much deeper because in isolation, mm. a a loss at the Emirates is nothing. Mm nothing too bad but yeah. obviously the, the issues are far deeper than that mm. and it goes back to probably it goes back to when Vieira was sacked because mm. like I said looking in people might have thought it was a the wrong decision but they're on a dreadful run of form with him mm. they weren't playing well I, can't, I don't have the exact number here I don't think but they hadn't won a game in mm. I think it was nearly 10 under him or maybe yeah. one, one winning 10 and I think
1: this, it was very similar to what their current form mm. is now and at the time people said oh they've, they've had a hard run, run of fixtures and then they were going into it on paper, easier fixtures, but yeah, I think I think Vieira just not ready, not not good enough for to take a Prem to take a Premier League side. Um and I think a lot of fans, Crystal Palace fans that go and watch and are invested heavily into them would repeat that I think.
0: Yeah and it was once Vieira was sacked it was oh, we don't want it. we've we've got Vieira now because mm. we got Riv because he was he was doing a good job, but mm. let's try and move mm. to the next level. And when they brought Roy back Fine, they kept, he, got, he kept them safe. But then the summit was time to go again. Yeah. Like, If you think of Crystal Palace, you think of Wilfred Zahar and mm-hmm. he's their big talisman. Obviously, they lost him in the summer for nothing, unfortunately for them. They mm-hmm. had a few bids a few years back of, of numbers they mm-hmm. could have taken, but they had to lose him for free. And what better time for them to rebuild now? They've got no other choice, but they signed um, Mateus Franca for about £15 million. Pounds. Mm-hmm. Dean Henderson for 20, Jefferson Lerma on a free, and Rob Holding for a couple more Rob mm-hmm. Holding hasn't played once for him. And you say, I
1: mean, I didn't think about the prices, but you say all that, and uh, yes, some deals you can, you don't have to spend lots of money to have a good side, but even if you look at Forest, even certain sides in and around, even the likes of, yeah, Forest and Brentford and whoever in and around that mix of teams, that they're spending a lot more money than that Forest of, are in trouble at the moment, almost with what they're spending but yeah it's almost palace have not moved with the times and and struggling
0: i mean i know I don't know the all the um financial situation of, of mm. palace but they've been a premier league team for since 2013 mm. 14 season i think they are trying to fund a new stand mm. which obviously must take quite a sub- substantial whack of whack of that budget and also i think they're probably more more um Concerned, maybe not the right word I'm looking for there, but cautious of the FFP now. Mm. I've ever seen Everton get whacked with ten. Mm. I think Everton have the quality to stay up this season. If Palace got whacked with ten, maybe yeah. not. And like I said, with Zaha and that, they haven't really got apart from Eze and at least say and maybe um, they Their players that can get can get you can get some returns back, mm. but with um. What's his name? at least Eze new deals. So they're hoping they can keep hold of them. And that's an issue they've also had on the pitch, whereas Elise and Eze have played three times I I think, together, say, together yeah, this you season.
1: you said the other day that Eze and Lisa have only played three games, but if you picked anyone that's not a Palace fan, you go, you'd think of Eze and Lisa straight away. But like you said, their main their main men have only played three games together. And that's yeah, one winning 12 in all competitions for Palace. Mm. And that's definitely a, a massive reason. And Hodgson has become basically increasingly annoyed with the youngsters. And he said again at the weekend the young lads too much to ask for them to come on and deal with a rampant arsenal and he said obviously a mm. bit of a in the news about it a couple of weeks ago and he mentioned again about the younger players are not good enough and all the rest of it and and I think the, a lot of Palace fans again they're not they don't think that the youngsters are the answer they're not brilliant but they don't they don't want to see and hear their manager just absolutely writing them off and that negative talk throughout the media um, but it's strange because I think but again the host is not going to come out and go actually no nah, nah, I'm, not, I'm Mm. No, sack sack this off. Yeah, I I don't fancy it. But he's still come out and defiant, and he says the players are still committed, and and he's not totally waving the white flag. But yeah, I just just think the the fans very again similar to West Ham, they want a change. They want to their club, their owners to maybe show a bit of ambition and and make that brave decision. But again, I mean, we talk about it as we go on, but you've seen in the past how that sometimes goes horribly wrong. But
0: and a, a frustration which is, I think, epitomises Crystal Palace is that great thing we shared on our story a few weeks back, and it was, Joe, um, Nathaniel Klein was a a product of the Palace Academy, mm. and coming for the Academy, I think, don't quote me on these years, but maybe like 2009, mm. 2008, played there for th- three or four years before getting a, a good move off to, I can't remember, was it Liverpool at the time, was it? I don't know. Southampton? Southampton, yeah, yeah. I think, and then Liverpool. Then yeah, Liverpool, that. yeah. So they replaced um Nathaniel Klein with mm-hmm. Joe Ward. And Joe Ward was there for six, seven years, and then Aaron Bas- Aaron Wan Basaka came in, took his place for a year, he went to May United for fifty million pounds, and they replaced him back with Joe Ward. Joe Ward got his place back. And then two years ago, um they signed Nathaniel Klein back. <laughs> so they've rotated three fullbacks mm-hmm. for the last what's that, sixteen years? Sixteen, seventeen years, I think it was. They've had Nathaniel Klein. Joe Ward and Wabasaka for one season out of them 16 17 years and it's just give us something different we they lined up against Arsenal at the Emirates with Nathaniel Klein like yeah. they need something yeah they need and but he's a solid player that um, can do a job but it's like they want more than I do get it yeah no I, yeah I know I
1: talk about it more and about West Ham but I I do actually understand how they how they what they're trying to say because they don't want they don't want the world they don't want obviously yes deep down they want them to win the league but they're yeah, they're very they understand the situation they just they basically want to go and watch their side and not watch Roy Hodgson stick 10 men behind the ball David Moyes stick 10 men behind the ball and when West Ham have got players like Paqueta mm. Palace have Eze uh, they're not fit all the time but at least Eze and over the years Zaha but they want their sides to show that passion and it sounds a bit cliche and the, the basics but effort and passion and mm. Commitment to the cause, basically, and they feel like they're more—they're capable of more than just. Oh, we'll just turn up and we'll make up the numbers, and oh, sorry, I went to Arsenal, got smashed. Don't worry about it. We're on to next week, and yeah, it's—it's very—it's it's very difficult. It's very difficult. I'll, I'll explain more of what how I feel when we talk about West Ham, but but on Palace, for example, 2015 about the manager choices. 2015, had Pardew removed after a year. Allardyce gone within the year after Pardew. Then they went for that sort of 180, or let's try a bit, little bit different. Frank de Boer, everyone knows what a disaster that what was. That was Six games, seven I think games, five games, independent sure. like record, record, um, obviously least amount. And then that's when they first went back to Hodgson, came in that classic stability, experience, mm. all those, all those good words. And again, they thought, right, Hodgson stabilized us slightly. Let's again, let's try that little 180. Vieira started off well, got done. Was it semi-finals, FA Cup, maybe? something like that? Yeah, done well in the FA Cup. Solid in the league, like absolutely fine. That's probably what they th- thought they liked or wanted, and then it went downhill with Vieira, and it was just poor again. And then the owners have gone right back to Hodgson; he'll keep us as we are, and he'd done that last season. But then, yeah, it's turned around again, and they've yeah, I think they ultimately just had enough of it all.
0: Yeah, and those those two FA Cup runs are quite a big thing for mm. for um, Palace. Sorry, I remember the one with the you got into to the final, didn't they? And they lost Justin. It was an extra time; Lingard scored. Mm. But a point I wanted to make, which for f- football fans that of Crystal Palace, that sort of ilk of team, they want something to try, like hang your hang hat mm. on or hang your coat. away for the saying is, and these is, this is a perfect example of why they're fed up. Mm. Again, they've had a forty-game season. They played thirty-eight games mm. in the league. They will do. They lost. They lost the first round or the third round of the Carling Cup against away at United, 3 mm-hmm. 0 drab. Mm-hmm. Then went there on Sunday and won. Like <laughs> we want a cup run, like come on, mm. and okay, they played Everton and they played them twice, so they played forty-one games. But you know what I'm, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They, they knocked out of the first round of both domestic cups already in the first 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 way of trying. And right, we're, we're gonna finish fourteenth again. Yeah. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on, there's yeah, more, could, yeah. and that's that's what that yeah. banner and the frustration was about. Because Everton, they could have beat Everton in the cup at home. You never know. Like, that's a that's a winnable tie. Mm. It's not. Okay, it's another Premier League team, and they didn't get Harrogate Town or whoever at home, but Everton they could beat Everton at home. And I, I get the frustration there, and it's I think they were they're booing Hodgson on I think it was Wednesday night when they played against Everton away, and they took he took as they off just to he wasn't fully fit, mm. and they're already one nil down, and it's like but yeah, we travelled all the way yeah. to to and they, they
1: take him off mm. f- for the idea of uh, Saturday Sunday against Arsenal. And they turn up and play that way perform how they do and get smashed 5 0. It's yeah, it must be infuriating to, to witness.
0: <coughs> I mean, as they look good on Saturday, and you can quite clearly tell when he's there and Elise plays. I remember they played Chelsea or Wade not too long ago and they both look good as a s as a was very lively at times and I think Elise actually scored. And you just think if you could add a few more players, I mean we've joked about it on the podcast about if they signed Enketia two years ago or if they signed Reese Nelson, these players mm. are are quite yeah. available to yeah. be around. That want to probably want to eventually at some
1: point want to play regular football, and that's mm. just, they could make a Palace side a lot better. And they,
0: they yeah, they play all the time and probably be loved by that that team and the support. But because mm. I think as a back four, and that's also why Rob Holding hasn't played a, a minute of Premier League football this year. Because the two centre halves in Joachim Anderson and Gaye, yeah, yeah. I know uh, I know mugs. They're, players. Not ba- They're not always bad linked players. With Higher clubs, better teams. Dean Henderson's obviously come in. Mm. I think he's a, pr- a pretty decent goalkeeper mm. in terms of Premier League standard. Tyreek Mitchell, I haven't really watched him too much, mm. but he always seems to do a, an okay job. But again, he came, I don't think he's Wan-Bissaka, that no, sort of thing. But th- when he's he was coming
1: through and on into the team and all that, his young English left-back, there was a bit of hype around
0: him. But, but someone like Will Hughes, for example, I just think yeah. he's... He's a Watford player, and Watford are always getting relegated mm. with Will Hughes. So, what <laughs> what are you getting there? You think they yeah. sign him on a free? Vieira got him on a free or whatever, or you're not you're not getting anywhere. Unfortunately, and, and the I one you always yeah. bring up, <laughs> your yeah. mate Jordan, a, are yeah. you? Mateta you, yeah. up front. Yeah, I was literally about to say that. Um, who's the other one? Uh, U- Usain Edouard. Yeah, H- Edouard I don't think he's not, that bad, but they're them yeah, players. Yeah, they're just they're not, not getting worse.
1: anywhere They might. Edouard might score ten goals in a season. Who knows? But yeah, Mateta are you Jeffrey Prick. Schlopp I has not scored about five years or something so yeah no, they're, that's when they but they're, bad, they're the players, players that
0: Roy always goes back to mm. because he knows they can do a job just about yeah. and the, the stat I really like and I think it was Steve Parish who actually came out an interview maybe a year ago and said why he really likes Roy mm. because he goes without being he goes I can give Roy quite limited funds and I know what it's going to get me I'd, yeah I've got and you've got, go you got your stats there yeah, I've more about his seasons. And I've got the yeah. game, basically, and it's, he's been, it's 197 games, mm. 65 wins, 48 draws, 84 defeats, which is pretty much bang on, one yeah. win every three games.
1: And this, this point, sort of, his support's what I'm hopefully going to get to about West Ham but and Moyes, but in a similar situation. Ho- um, Hodgson, 15 seasons in the Prem from 97, 98 season until now. Obviously, he was in and out, been in Europe and whatever else, but... Over 400 games in the Prem has been relegated twice. Once with Blackburn in '99, but only in charge for 14 games, and then he was relegated. Mm, who's in charge of? Might have been West Brom or something. Watford he was relegated. To Watford. Oh, Watford, of course he was. Yeah,
0: disastrous spell that wasn't it.
1: But yeah, out of 15 seasons in the Prem, twice relegated. Like I said, once with Blackburn, 14 games. I'm not sure if he was that—that that was the first 14 or last 14. But the owners, Steve Parish, for example. Like I said, that word earlier: stability, experience. They're organised. You, like you said, you know what you're going to get from them. To the, don't run. I'm probably one of them, but to the fan, you think right. Just go out. We've got to be more ambitious. We need this. We need that. We need to spend money on this player, this that player. Get this manager and do this, do that. But the owner, who the owners and the board who make the the tough decisions and at the very very top, and they see, oversee everything. When it comes down to it, they want. Essentially these sort of clubs want to be in the Prem. They know the benefits financially, <laughs> they they know the risk of going the other way, likes of Derby, Portsmouth, whoever else you can name. Um and yeah, they they that's why Hodgson years gone by, Pulis, Warnock, Allardyce, even Mark Hughes for a little spell, um, David Moyes now, those <laughs> names, the owners go, right, get us in, get that, that bloke in and they'll do a job and they'll keep us in the league. That sounds negative and that's horrible and you don't wanna hear that as supporters but I think that's ultimately what happens, what, what it comes down to.
0: Mm. And looking at Palace now, they're in a bad run of form mm. and they are slipping towards relegation zone. But also, I think like we've mentioned before, this season is probably the first time I think in years, or ever since I can remember off the top of my head, that most teams I think in and around that area are pretty confident they're not going down yeah. because of three the three newly promoted teams. Mm. But at the moment, they're 14th, five points above the drop, but 18th place Luton do have a game in hand, mm. and quite interesting. I don't know if you watched on TV Saturday afternoon. A certain Graham Potter was in the stands, Saw about, about all, five, yeah. six rows mm. behind um, mm. behind the owners at Palace. Anything in that for you? I don't think so. I think well, he'd be a good coup for them, though. I think he'd be. That's the ideal manager. I think that's
1: probably their top of the list, but like their sort of dream dream choice. But yeah, I think purely on the the Brighton links, I think that would be yeah quite. Even you think oh Palace Brighton, but even yeah, I think that would be quite outrageous. But yeah, I was I was gonna note and say, but do they look at lower leagues? Do they look at Akira McKenna who's doing very well and done very well for
0: Ipswich? Well this is what I was having a conversation with Dad on Saturday night and he said this McKenna wouldn't go wouldn't wouldn't take the job. Because he doesn't think Yeah, no, I I yeah. I'm yeah, I'm just yeah Yeah, but that's, no. that's what I think they should yeah. do. Or do they go as a safe pair of hands, Steve Cooper mm. who that they've flirted around with mm. before. Cause, yeah, that's the name that's keeps I've got, I literally got, yeah, do they look at low leagues? Kieran McKenna,
1: do they look at Steve Cooper? Obviously, at Forest, brought them up. He's had ex quite a bit of experience at English, at the England level, international level with the youth team. So he's, he's clearly a high level coach and understands the game. He seems to, at Forest, he, he had the fan support. So he might be a, a different character to get, get the Palace crowd behind him and support mm-hmm. their side. Um. But I think that's a very, the list would be very similar to West Ham if they were to mm. to um, change and go for something different. And, but I think that's what ultimately that's the, if you looked at two fan bases, that's that is the sort of character they want.
0: In the summer, obviously we're going back now. and We're talking with hindsight. in the summer, would you, would you think a, a Brendan Rodgers would have been a good move before he went to Celtic for West Ham? I think no, no for for Palace. Yeah, I'll I'll yeah, about a, doubt. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think so. I think so. I think he would have been perfect for. Any of those sides in that just about relegation to mid. He probably thinks he's above that. That's probably why mm. he went to a club like Celtic and he's gone that way. But oh yeah, I think that would have been perfect. And it yeah, he it might have ended sour like it normally does with him. But I think yeah, that that sort of Brendan Rogers that would have been ideal for them.
0: Mm. And another frustration is the transfer window has been open for what's it twenty twenty two days mm. now, and the club still haven't brought haven't brought anyone in, mm. and you're just. You're frustrated because you want someone who, and I don't I'm wrong, like wrong. I've We touched on it earlier. They have been unfortunate of injuries. Like Michael Elise was out for nearly six months with his okay. hamstring injury, yeah. and he did return for nine games, got five goals in the games, including that great goal against Luton. But they, they, they lost that game in the end, didn't they? And he has since then got injured again, another hamstring injury. Yeah. And it's you are frustrated because it, you you did such a good job in convincing him to stay because by all. But with all the looks of it, he looks like he was going to Chelsea. Yeah. And, and then in the summer, I think you... And really then he's got... on New Deal and then they signed uh, Cold Palmer. <laughs> 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 well, Instead. And look, that's the way some transfers work. And like you said, I do think he'll be gone in the summer. Yeah. Eze, I don't know. He's a little bit older. Mm. English is going to be more expensive. You don't know, but you just think... You go back to that, you go back to the banner. Where's the ambition? Where's the... Where's the draw if you want to do something collectively again and it's where where do you go? But I, it's mm. a tough one, and I don't so like we said we don't know a Palace at the back of our own hands, <laughs> and it's we can only look we can only look in from the outside and mm. think. I just think it's it's heavily to do with the the risk of risk versus reward. Yeah, exactly. Do do you risk spending yeah. a bit like a Fulham? Did you remember Fulham when it spent like 150 million and they got yeah. relegated that year? Yeah. That that could ca- that could like. Ca- could start yeah, you yeah. could start a terrible spiral for mm.
1: a for a club like Palace. If that was to happen, spend lots of money then the likes of Elise as they all move on, even a gay moves on, Anderson moves on, then they're they're in a the championship. Probably just second manager looking for something different. And who know again, saying that on the other hand they might need a massive reset and maybe not relegation is probably probably Too not far, what they yeah. want. But yeah, that, that they might need that big reset and start again.
0: Yeah, I just think where they should be safe. They should be safe. Yeah. And that's it. It's thing. To the start blooding in some of these yeah. youngsters like we said that that guy was hung up to dry. I can't remember the name of the, the bloke that came on played but yeah, fullback. But was hung up to dry out of position. There must be a Palace Academy striker yeah. somewhere that can do a job as well as Mateta, Ayu yeah. and uh, Edward. There must there must be someone who can do a job. Just give him a run of games. Yeah. give him five, six games. I don't know, it's just I and mean, maybe that's what the f- the fans see that if they were to pick someone else, basically
1: and not have Hodgson, who's again that word, but experience, and he can organize and set up a team with he wants experience again, exper- experienced players,
0: middle-aged professionals that have
1: been there and done it.
0: And the link there was a, there what actually was now I think about it, there was a striker link to in on loan in in this January so Danny Ings. Yeah, like that's just typical. Just, like yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's that Danny Ings, that name that.
1: Has been, but p- he's been rubbish for a yeah, year. Oh yeah. He has he's been, been rubbish awful, for twelve yeah. months, awful. and it's like, oh, he had a pedigree. Yeah. I
0: like, don't remember. He's still a fantastic mm-hmm. footballer, and he like had a good career in that. But but now, mm-hmm. his knees probably have finally caught up with him. Mm-hmm. West Ham fans don't particularly rate no. him or want him. Why are you then going to sign him yeah. from? You're, you're just you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, aren't you? This sort yeah. of thing, and you don't need, they don't need him.
1: Yeah, and it just they just go round and round in circles.
0: It like. needs to be a bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? Thought, I think the thought 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 process, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I think I think they had the right idea, or the owners were had the good intentions with Vieira, but it, it went a bit wrong, and they the performed squeaky bum time, was not it? And they yeah, and they, they did hold their nerve. They did panic. Yeah, exactly that. But I think yeah, they just they want to. I don't think the fans want the board gone and oh, oh we need to change like owners, all this. No, no, no. they just they want to change a manner with manager with a distinct sort of purpose and structured plan and we're going to do this, this, and this. It it might take us two seasons, two years, but if I can get this sort of personnel in and try this and we'll play this way, then I think they'll, they'll be a, it'll be a much, posi- much more positive place.
0: And before we move on, there's a nice little segue, actually. I'll be sort of Palace and Roy, he's always going to get you a win mm. in a few games. The next game up, home to Sheffield United. Perfect. 30th of January, so they've got eight days rest. Mm. Home to Sheffield United. You'd think three points, yeah. a couple of goals. If they lose that, then I think he is probably... It could be gone I think he's gone, nine. yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But if they win that, then they'll just... <coughs> that's three points above yeah. another relegation rival, and, you know, the they'll, 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 wheels start to turn a bit, yeah. down not they? Right, and on that, should we move down to... or Yeah, up to Sheffield uh, United. Yeah,
1: move across to Sheffield United-West Ham game.
0: So, yeah, I, as I touched on earlier. I did watch this game, extremely hungover and I was just... Uh, I didn't really pay much attention. It I have, good for your hangover. I have, I have re-watched it and have a different view on the game. Yeah. Just, just to run through the game as a whole quickly, and then we'll obviously dive into the the main talking points. Uh, Maxwell Cornier, blast from the past. <laughs> 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 31 <laughs> games
1: is too good to score. Uh, he that was his first goal, I think.
0: Nice goal. Yeah. Um, and then Bren Brenton-Diaz who was making his first Premier League appearance for Sheffield United, mm-hmm. scored just just on the stroke of half-time mm-hmm. before Danny Ings was brought down at, with 10 minutes to go for a penalty which James Ward-Prowse put away, decided against his golf swing celebration. Yeah, he sort he of... went f- to start and then oh yeah, stopped. He, I didn't really get what he was doing there. Yeah,
1: you got to the back swing and thought, no, no. And
0: yeah. then the drama really started um, it, yeah. in the the additional time. There was only six minutes added on, but mm. they played 13. Um, Ryan Brewster... Tackle red card, well, yeah. first a yellow, then obviously went to yeah. VAR red card. Vladimir Kufa was booked. What for was protest. that about? He was booked about protesting. <laughs> what was that?
1: I almost not felt sorry, but I was like, what has he just been sent <laughs> off for? And then he
0: got sent off two minutes later for a trip. Uh. Second yellow, red card. Before um, Ollie McBurney was judged to have been fouled by Alfonso Ariola, Penalty given, a load of injury time out of them because. Um, uh. Which because yeah. Alfonso Avrioli was getting yeah. he had a split lip and had to come off. And what annoyed me when Sky would uh, BT were doing this and they thought oh, Fabianski is coming on. Surely they should have done some homework. And ha- Fabianski saved more yeah. penalties in the Premier League. They should have built mm. that. Atten- they should they could have built that up. Mm. And I don't think he probably was particularly injured. They wanted it because the Fabianski. Yeah. It's a bit more pressure, isn't it? And it
1: was, that, that was almost like a last kick of the game thing. It's like yeah. right, is sort of half and half injured. Might as well just do it because like he exactly he said, yeah. the record Fabianski has, but. Mm. That you went the right way as well, didn't it? Yeah. You? But that was never a never a penalty that foul, surely not. Well,
0: this is this is my point. Watched it yesterday and I was like, it's just a stonewall penalty. Because I, I sort of sort of watching out the court of my arm, I was like, I'm no. I'm finally glad, know, but I'm finally glad that we've we've seen it with uh what's his name? Onana yeah, come out and yeah, clatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just I was just of the opinion it was a penalty because yeah. I didn't really look at it. And watching it about today. My God. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just never. Where's I the foul? Yeah, is but, but yeah. the one that.
1: He does both. Like, the elbows it's uh, the goalie. It's
0: probably a 60 40 mm. foul to Areola. Mm. Just play on. Like, I, I think know. it's just that like you yeah. both come out and miss the ball. Yeah.
1: The game was done. It sounds stupid. It shouldn't be that way. But the game was done. Like, it was the. Yeah, we were, we were sort of it's winding up ridiculous. Nick in the group chat, weren't we? Yeah, we're yeah, saying, yeah. "Oh,
0: Moyes, you talking about Moyes yeah, another yeah. three points, yeah. Yeah, two I points done, yeah. yeah, two points behind Spurs, s- like six above United, yeah. um, and all this stuff." And it just came and out and suddenly. But yeah. it was the it was the two red cards mm. that kicked it into life, wasn't yeah. it? It was yeah, like they, so. Ryan Brewster, let start mm. from the beginning. Ryan yeah. Brewster, I think that is a horrific tackle.
1: Yeah, I well I, similar to you, but Sunday. I was watching it, and there was other things going on. I wasn't necessarily paying full attention. But when when you see the highlights back, yeah, it's a it's a shock and a shock Sorry,
0: attempt. before West Ham fans jump at me, we also forgot the game didn't finish off. No, of anything, yeah, we'll get we'll get on. to <laughs> yeah, that. I'm Sorry, yeah, I just yeah. read. Talk. I will, did forget about that. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> but no, straight away, and I thought this has to be a red. Yeah, and the likely, like the thing that you always get annoyed about is there's a linesman yeah. ten yards away. If it's that underneath him staring
1: at it, and they might be talking in their earpiece, and he might be getting told like delay, delay, or he might be telling the ref what he's seen. But they need to. Make decisions now. They're, they're referees. They're there to make decisions. And again, he's, mm. neither of them have really done anything about it. The refs give a yellow because he knew VR. He can check back and all the rest of it. But yeah, that's it's just a it's a red card.
0: Oh, it's just it's a it's a bad tackle. He's late. He's frustrated. Yeah. It's one of them stupid yeah, yeah. striker young striker tackles that. Yeah. And he he knew straight He he literally ran off the pitch as soon as he's yeah, been sent off, and he dead. knew if it ended two one, Chris Warder was going to roll him up him, yeah. because it was now that's just so <laughs> yeah. stupid three games he's gonna miss yeah
1: <coughs>
0: so and he's one of their more important players mm. and it's just well, what have you done that for you idiot yeah. so I thought by old t- that was the game even more done that no, the two one up down to ten men mm. it was in the pla was in the plus third minute of, yeah. Yeah, of was the six so there wasn't a m- lot much long left and then Coo had got booked for he I think his first one is like protesting. Protesting. Yeah, he was protesting he was basically saying well, how right. the hell have you not sent him off apparently but, yeah,
1: I mean, again, he might have said more, or worse, but bloody hell, a yellow card for that is, I don't know. If if that's a yellow card and then the tackle, how they're not equal. The tackle he done is not the same as what well, what he was th- yeah. is, you were saying. Is what I mean? That's not equal.
0: The yellow cards, they don't. They that's such like a valid point, and it's yeah. oh, okay. They both got sent off in the end, so they're both. I know one gets a three match mm. ban, one gets a one match. But you said initially that tackle was judged. The yeah. same, yeah, yeah, as whatever, unless he's called his mother and daughter, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, that's under the yeah, sun, yeah, then yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but if he's just a couple under of square same, words and yeah. be like, ref, what yeah. the fuck? Because, <laughs> rightly so, <if laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, how can you judge them two things together? Yeah. And he's probably thought, oh, it's a yellow card, I'll yeah. think about it later. Yeah, so true. and the wingers skip past him, <laughs> he's tripped him, <laughs> and it's one of those ones you look at it and you, th- and you think, uh, surely he could, not. He could <laughs> yeah. be he could be and the ref oh. op- what he's done wait. He whatever wait. he said is you obviously rolled the ref up and the ref thought no I'm sending you yeah, off Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a point he's yeah. made a point of don't 100%. talk back to me because yeah. you will be sent off for these stupid yellows yeah
1: and that that foully done that's a classic foul in sort of the 70th minute Kiwi fouls probably had a little tussle with the winger the whole game and at that point he probably gets a booking for that tackle but yeah, it was all part
0: of this last sort of 10, 15 minutes. It was chaos. <laughs> Absolute chaos. <laughs> and then, yeah, it like we said, this was in the plus seventh minute of injury time. Mm. It's still delayed because there was like a three-minute delay for the red card. Mm. So it was all adding this stuff up. And then a ball from the right-back position that swung into the box. McBurney appeared to be from the original camera to be clattered. Mm. It looked like it. And I was like, that just has to be a penalty mm. from the original angle. Refs blown the whistle, pointing to the spot, penalty. Delirium's gone, yeah. but they all know. <laughs> Moyes has lost it, yeah. but there wasn't many complaints really. I don't think from the from the West Ham players. I don't no. think too much, but it, I think it looked, it looked Probably, f- in real yeah. time. Yeah, maybe. And we look at Evar and you think, oh, hang on mm-hmm. a minute, how much contact actually is there?
1: Yeah, I'd, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a foul. Again, you talk about the whole sea, the season as a whole, and the ce- decisions and the fouls had not been given. Even the. Sanchez won against was it Liverpool I think maybe when Sanchez or Arsenal, Arsenal no Arsenal course yeah. yeah Sanchez come flying out and just clattered whoever it was that that wasn't
0: even looked at hmm. and that yeah, that yeah that there is just not it's not a foul I know we um what's the word I'm looking for we give the this the the ref watch on Sky a bit of stick but mm. this is this is the this is how it was described on ref watch on oh, Sky so got so the instant that they said obviously appeared that Arianza so Alfonso Ariola is deemed to have fouled Ollie McBurney. McGallagher. He goes, and this is quotations. My first reaction was penalty. We've seen a keeper come out and not get the ball, which Ariola doesn't. And you look at it and you think, and you have to look at it. And if McBurney catches him with his arm, is it a free kick to the goalkeeper? Does McBurney challenge him fairly? Maybe not. And he goes, basically. VAR has to be convinced that the referee has had a shocker there. And he goes, "Ah, oh, I think it's very harsh on the goalkeeper. <laughs> um, and he goes, but there's nothing VAR can do because he's made some sort of contact to him. Oh, but it's, it's it's just...
1: What is that? How, that's just oh, it's rubbish. I don't watch anymore.
0: I can't. But,
1: yeah, they just... Every week they're just doing something different. They're saying something different to try and fit what they've the decisions mm. they've made. But again,
0: a what makes me laugh is that Derm- Dermot, I'm going to I need a drink so yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. say it. So, Dermot has already in what is under 12, probably just over 12 hours since that game has, been, has got the audio, listened to it and mm. he has understood the situation. Mm. We have to wait till once a month when Howard Webb and Michael Michael Owen all yeah. have a little Snuggle and on Sky <laughs> and have a pre-recorded show that they can yeah, edit yeah. perfectly, and yeah. Mark owen can just non-agree like a little lap dog, and it's just it's nonsense. Like yeah. that whole show now has lost credibility because yeah. it's just there's no um, back and forth. It's just yeah. okay, Howard. Okay, Howard. He just agrees with me. Yeah. Okay, Howard. Yeah, yeah. It's just rubbish. There's, there's you might as well not release the audio because yeah. if anything, it makes it more infuriating when you actually hear them and it sounds like and it's just absolute chaos mm. going on in that room. <laughs> but and then obviously Olly Burney stepped up. And slotted the penalty away, past Fabianski to make it two all, and then everyone surely <laughs> is thinking, right, that just is game, game over. Right, we're on the thirteenth minute. We're in the hundred and third minute. Yeah. But no, there was more drama, and the balls get swung in. Joe Joe just wrestled to the floor, I just, I <laughs> and the ref blows his whistle. i are like, N- how is that? Yeah. And another it gave penalty. He gives the other way, and he's he? For it. For ball, he gave it a handball.
1: Ah, yeah. Like, I
0: mean, as a West, if.
1: Whoever's watching West Ham fans, the away end, they are oh, just unbelievable. And, and again, unbelievable.
0: I'm going to take the quotations from Dermot. He's obviously explained the situation and he goes, I think it's a penalty and I thought it when I first saw it. The clue for me is the defender is looking away from the ball and the ball comes over his head and he drags Bowen down. But the referee has given a handball against Bowen with his argument being that he thinks Bowen has got hold of the defender first and that's why he has his arm in that position. Vaugh thought it was a handball, and that's their judgment. Nothing can be done. <laughs> 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 just,
1: just <laughs> terrible. Like Dermot Gallagher's is right with what he f- he first said is the defender was nowhere, not even interested in the ball, mm. just totally lost and got himself all in the muddle and just yeah, just basically fell through Bowen, tackled him, whatever, mm. dragged him down. It's. Yeah, again, you give the goalie, the one of the goalie you know, against the goalkeeper, against West Ham's goalie, You have that has to be a foul.
0: Did you see the defender come out on Twitter and be like, no, yeah, oh, it's I'm been edited footage. Not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not
1: going to pronounce his name, but yeah, he tweeted that. And <laughs> now it's all biased in the studio, yeah. And, yeah, edited footage and whatever. But no, I, yeah, I just couldn't, couldn't believe it. The game was not a terrible game, but it was it was okay. And it like, Sheffield and I were competing and West Ham had a, were playing pretty poorly. But like we said, that last 10, 15 minutes, it just... pure Premier League like Bedlam (laughs) yeah it just went absolutely crazy for yeah 15 minutes
0: yeah and unfortunately they were on the wrong end of pretty much all the decisions you had obviously the double yellow which was extremely harsh the yellow card that should it it was eventually a red but got that one wrong the penalty I don't think how you can watch that in the cold light of day and think Mm. I I always try and be as objective as possible and Try and put my Arsenal hat on and be like, if that's given against me, yeah, fuming. What, am I, like, yeah. what am I feeling? Like, yeah, if if Rea comes out and d- misses the ball, yeah, granted, but yeah. come on, like, McBurney makes just as much impact yeah. on Ariola.
1: It's, it's not because Ariola's been cutting the mouth that's why it's a foul, but yeah, McBurney's done very similar contact towards towards the goalie that he received as well, and yeah, it's just a terrible, terrible bit of refereeing again.
0: Do you want to make some comments and some opi- on David Moyes?
1: Yeah, we talk more. Yeah, similar to what we just sort of done with Palace, but yeah, Moyes come out after the form. He said that was maybe his worst. He said it was, it was. He said it was a bit of a throwback. Long throw-ins, lots of free kicks. We never passed it well, and I think yeah, a lot of West Ham fans were very, very unhappy with how they performed. But I'm going to say this, and then say how I feel this. Probably a lot of West Ham fans get that. But you're sixth. You're five points behind Spurs, in th- who are fifth unbeaten in five games you're missing your best players who dramatically improve their side you had Bowen who was named in the team that was a bit of a bonus but yeah again I just I feel like it's very similar to the Palace scenario I think the fans I can't speak for all all the West Ham fans but I feel like I, I know a bit more because of our friends and where we are mm. where we are in the world but I just think ultimately they've had enough they've had an, they've had enough of Moyes um, and yeah like I said about Hodgson but the two managing questions in question, the fans are angry and they're, I think they're frustrated for very, very similar situations and reasons. Um, and like I said, yeah, Moy's similar to Hodgson, Moyes' 680 games in the Prem correlates to about 19 20 seasons in the Prem, has been relegated once with Sunderland in mm. 16 17. So, again, similar to that to the Hodgson scenario, but the owners have We need stability, we need experience, so we need to, st- we need to just be in the league, which sounds very negative, but. They've had a brilliant time, and with um, with Moyes and that last season was incredible for them. They irrelevant of the league perf- uh, league performance and what they've done. They obviously won the Conference League, and that was a big moment for them. But yeah, I just think I think they they want that that
0: passion, that effort, the commitment.
1: That,
0: um, I mean, I, I think I read yesterday. I might it might be wrong, so please do correct me if I'm wrong. If they had won that yesterday, they would have had more wins than they had at the whole of last season already.
1: I think so, yeah. Because last was season was awful. Yeah, yeah. It was awful.
0: I think they won ten so far, so mm. yeah. Maybe. And I, th- I think uh, Nick came on the podcast and he said he'd like Graham Potter. I think was the name he used. Mm. And yeah, that would be fun. and would be more ambition probably than David Moyes, and it's but it's you have to look at it from the owner's perspective, and mm. you are going to have to take the risk and reward, mm. and potentially, obviously, obviously, uh, Potter's out of a job, jobs, so and that's more likely. But those managers are normally at a club and it's pretty expensive. Like Chelsea paid twelve million pounds for Grand Potter. Yeah, and now Potter, whatever job he takes, he's gonna, not. Maybe you won't get twelve million, but
1: he's going to be a hell of a lot more than probably what David Moyes yeah, or yeah, think so. um, Hodgson's on at Palace.
0: And you think does does someone like Grand Potter hold out for six months and get the England job? Mm. Arguably, yeah. It's all it's all um, up in the air really, and I I, I think we're I just Sam's think at the moment yeah. you just, they just have to they have to give him the season because he hasn't done anything yeah. to be. Sacked. They're they're sixth, aren't they? You said yeah, sixth at the moment. They, yeah, I think. Although, again, going back to the Palace and linking losing to Bristol City in the week, it's such yeah. a kick in the teeth. It's it so annoying.
1: The, yeah, that is the basically the kick in the bollocks. That's the one that their their anger stems from, and then it carries on throughout until the next game until something changes dramatically. But yeah, for them, that's Bristol City away. They should be well. Bristol City at home. They should be winning. Mm. Palace. They want to put up a fight in the cup. They. Yeah, they don't want to just roll over and, ice, oh, it's We're, Like you said, play 40 games a season. That's that's not good mm. for them. They don't want that at all. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, they, they want the teams to have the passion. They want to be exciting, energetic, and and dare I say it, a lot of people might tune off, but what Dice and Everton are doing, okay, Dice doesn't play prime Xavi, Iniesta, Busquets, Barcelona football, but he's got them fighting and playing for their club again. And, okay, they've got off-field things that are happening that maybe give them a bit of extra motivation but that's how they want their teams to perform and West Ham have players like Paqueta, Bowen, Kudos, Palace have Elise they have good players on the pitch but Mm. with those managers it sounds horrible but because they've been around for such a long time they they're almost stuck in their ways but they have a way of playing Hodgson and boys that is has been quote unquote effective and essentially gets the job done but yeah, I think I think yeah, they're just they're just seen enough basically and they, they want more. They want they mm. want to turn up to West Ham at home, they wanna go to Palace and enjoy watching their team, enjoy watching their players. So mm. I do I do, under, I do get I it. I do
0: think it's a big summer for both those clubs. Mm. And, and wish I see what happens. Yeah. Um should we move on to the team of the week? Yeah, I think so. Um so we shall be a joint team of the week. Um, this week from week A and week B, mm-hmm. from the two things, and we decided to go with the goalkeeper Emmy Martinez from Aston Villa, clean sheet away at Everton. I remember him making a few, a few good saves, and especially a double save between Calvert Lewin. It might have been Decore at the time, but he played very well in that game, mm-hmm. and he gets the nod in goal.
1: Yep. And then uh, we've gone two at the back. I'll take, I'll take your man this week. Yeah. Um, Gabriel, he was in almost awarded two goals. I he? can't
0: believe they haven't given him that second goal.
1: I mean not I can't believe but yeah I mean surely just <laughs> it's his goal it must yeah. be it must be his goal but yeah almost scored two definitely scored one um, clean sheet 5-0 win I, I didn't watch the game but I assume he had very little to do and was comfortable yeah. but yeah um, nearly got twice on the score sheet But yeah.
0: top goal yeah, top scoring defender since he signed in 2020 for Arsenal in really? the whole Premier League yeah and he scored the other week against uh, Liverpool as well, didn't he? In the he an did Anfield. a good header, yeah, mm. very good header. He's very, very good in both boxes, mm. like, very good. And then obviously I'll take your man, Pedro Porro. Um, like we touched him last week, played offensively very well, defensively a bit shaky in the first half, but I don't think I've ever seen a player take 13 corners in one <laughs> no, game yeah, and have yeah. them all on the money pretty much, got True. an assist for Richardson's goal. And for a player that came in last season and looked a bit like a Emerson Royale 2.0, yeah, he has certainly improved, he looks very stocky, looks very strong. and Yeah, yeah very different player. Very good,
1: yeah. uh, I'll take the first midfielder. I think we're going to do the vote from the midfield this week. Yeah. So, yeah, that man, we spoke about him last week. 20-minute cameo, Kevin De Bruyne, slot straight in. How yeah, are you not not looking
0: forward to much seeing much. him on Friday night? Yes, and I think Harlem will be back fit as well. <laughs> sorry. Even sweeter when we win 3 <laughs> nil. No, and then
1: they owe us one. They, they're going to have to score at least five. <laughs>
0: they owe us one. They haven't scored at Tottenham Stadium, so... No, that would be good, but yeah, Kevin De is a lot straight in. And our vote is between Diego Jota and Bentincourt. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Josh has got a brace yesterday against Bournemouth, and Bentancur scored the equaliser at Old Trafford on uh, last Sunday. Yes. So yeah, they're both. There. We put that vote on the on story. So um, yeah. after you listen to the pod, I have a quick vote on it, and you the, the team of the week will be announced uh, later on in the week. Nice.
1: And then up front, Nunes. He scored twice yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Two goals for Darwin Nunes, 4-0 win at Bournemouth. Yeah, very good. Without, without the main man, Salah, um, at the minute. F- to score four goals for Liverpool yesterday. Not obviously Nunez, but yeah, Liverpool score four away is
0: a good sh- good sign. But yeah, Nunez with two, so he, he's up front this week. Ten goals, ten assists in all comps now for him. First player to do so in the Premier mm. Um Do you want to have a prediction? Do you want to have a yes, look on old I flash scores? So Saturday, looks like we're probably going to have FA Cup it might be a couple of League One, League Two games, or French League, Ooh. Spanish League.
1: Saturday, Chuck one out. Or let's go with. We'll go. Uh, FA Cup. Let's have a little Liga. There's no real big games in the Liga. Sorry, we'll go FA Cup, and we'll go Leeds at home
0: to Plymouth. Leeds, Plymouth. So two championship teams. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna back Plymouth here. I'm gonna go zero one. Ooh. Okay,
1: I'll go home team Leeds. They're gonna win two one.
0: Two one. Now I've, I've got I've got to back Plymouth because um, we've got a listener Tom Tom Watkins from. He's from Plymouth originally, ah, yes. and then from London, and now lives in Texas. I believe it is in mm-hmm. America so uh, he listens every week so um, you got a back Plymouth one time they ever get mentioned on the pod yeah, got to mention Plymouth so um, I don't know for 1-0 Plymouth win very nice right uh, oh we did, a, we did a Who Am I, who am I didn't we, yeah, we so did. uh, we congratulations did. to those that measured us and it was Aaron McLean guest yes. of the show fan of the show yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> former guest now a fan of the show but yeah Aaron, Aaron McLean who had his clubs up and uh, yeah obviously a few of you got it well done. Again, we'll put one up in the next day or so. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Again, message us. Comment comment below the picture, whatever it is. But, yeah, I think it's been quite a good addition. People are mm-hmm. enjoying it. So, yeah, Aaron McLean from last week. Winner and loser. Do you want to kick us off a winner? Yeah. So,
0: my winner of the week.
1: I've gone for Girona's Ukrainian striker, Artem Dov, Dovbik.
0: I've gone for <laughs> Girona's Ukrainian striker, <laughs> <laughs> Artem <laughs> Dovbik. <laughs>
1: Coolie, <laughs> <laughs> <Quality. laughs> we could talk about it together. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about the pronunciation, but I'm gonna go Dovbik. But yeah, I imagine it's very similar. Scored a six-minute hat trick yesterday on their way to beat Seville five-one at home to keep them top by one point. They've played one more game than Real Madrid. Um, he scored 14 so far this season, and his first hat trick for the surprise package
0: in the league of this season. Yeah, like I said, took him 19 minutes in total: mm. 13 minutes, 15 minutes, and 19 minutes. Got three goals. Seville five one. I think that's a pretty yeah, good. That's <laughs> good. That's <laughs> <why we> both <laughs> a pretty three. good winner <laughs> of the week. <laughs>
1: no, it's good. Yeah, he's again. I don't know what's going on with Drona. Um, we'll, we'll be seeing them. Yeah, maybe. a bit of a bit of a rogue season. Hopefully, yeah, we'll be seeing him at the Bernabeu mm. very soon. But yeah, twenty six year old Beek has had a not a terrible career, but yeah, played in
0: Ukraine, played here and there and everywhere. Played in Denmark for a bit. That's mm. got a hat trick at the weekend. So. Yeah, 40 right. goals these 20 in 20 La Liga games. His debut season in the league is yeah, pretty decent.
1: Critical. Yeah, do you want to start us with loser of the week?
0: Loser of the week. Um, I actually think this is my loser of the week 365 days ago. <laughs> and my loser of the week this week is Sky Sports. Uh, nice. Sky Sports promoting their green weekend every year to cl- to tackle climate change. However, also Sky Sports put Bournemouth versus Liverpool on at 4.30 on Sunday, when the last train back is at 6 minutes past it takes nearly te- takes nearly eight hours It's over £100 and I'll oh wait It's not a train, it's a bus <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> it leads to everyone oh having yeah. to drive to the game Creating more CO2, more emissions So it just doesn't equal your green weekend whatsoever nice. So that is my um, I thought, yeah, think about it now I've seen a, that's <laughs> popped up a few times so I yeah. thought
1: you might you might whack it out? Uh loser the week, I've gone for don't know if you've seen it, but Ben Hamer, the Watford goal <laughs> at <laughs> the weekend. Uh they were one nil up away at Bristol. Uh, Scott Twine um scored the equaliser for Bristol. Obviously past Ben Hamer, but Ben Hamer was basically nowhere near it. And then decided to he couldn't do much about the goal, but then decided to dive when the ball was in the net. Scott Twine had wheeled away and celebrated. Um but Ben Hamer had yeah, done a theatric dive to his last-ditch attempt <laughs> to get there. It was just, yeah, it looked very funny. And if you've not seen the Twitter video, I'm sure it's easy to find Ben Hamer Watford.
0: So, yeah, Hamer, Watford's goalie. Yeah, there's so a few short. memes going about that, that dive, yeah. like Superman dive. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Right, back to the teaser. Hmm. Roy Hodgson is currently the oldest Premier League manager of all time, but can you name the other top <clears> ten? <throat> David Moyes? No. Oh, God. Which I thought was surprising. He's 60 years old. Okay.
1: Old. Who's old? Alex Ferguson must have been.
0: Alex Ferguson, number three. How old is Alex Ferguson? he got his age? 71 years and 131 wow. days. Roy Hodgson's 76. Yeah, he's he's really <laughs> old. He's, is that like, the thing about you? I mean, you might, but uh, you
1: probably won't work till 76, whatever yeah. you're doing, if you're. <laughs> the postman or whatever you're doing is mental Mm.
0: but might be doing his podcast (laughs) too
1: Alex Ferguson
0: oh Wenger Arsene Wenger number 8 68 years old bloody hell Hmm. who's old
1: oh Redknapp must be Redknapp was number 10 he had like they used to just wheel him out towards the end of (laughs) QPR. he just (laughs) turned up on a Saturday
0: (laughs) Um, Avram Grant Old? No. Not old enough? No, not old enough. To to fair, ten is quite a lot on this list. I'd be oh, old, old, old. Ranieri, he must Ranieri, have been. Ranieri, yep. Number five. Seventy years old, ninety three days. Which I'm thinking was his Fulham job. Possibly, yeah. It's the last one he was at, When not he? Yeah, it would have been. so Hodges is the oldest obviously like you said day by day mm. Ferguson was there three yeah Ferguson number three Something. Ranieri five Wenger eight and Redknapp ten couple of newish ones in there I'd say newish <laughs> 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 like recent
1: names Re-
0: recent names yeah mm. Hudink uh,
1: Hudink Chris y- Hiddink Chris Hiddink yeah sorry yeah. Number six. He's an old boy. Or was an old boy. He's an old boy, whatever. I'm trying to think of 2 I'm trying to think who's in between.
0: Two was a year old manager, like... Uh, years gone by. M- uh, early 2000s. Mm. But there's still two mainstays in there, I would say, from... Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. One of them, you mentioned his name earlier. in the list of yeah, the, merry-go-round <laughs> managers <laughs> yes. Allardyce Allardyce, yeah How old is he? 68 well, Bloody hell That was at Leeds just gone, yeah Oh, of
1: course, yeah, he done it, yeah. I mean, his little bar I
0: remember, yeah, yeah his I mean little s- paycheck Yeah <laughs> Yeah um, oh, I'm stumped after that, I think So I'll give you the one you would Dick Advocate oh, I Do you remember at yeah. Sunderland. yeah, I do remember him, but
1: yeah, never say that Do you want one more guess? Give us a, maybe a subtle clue that's not too obvious if it, if you can. Um was
0: sorry, Dick out was he the second one? He was number nine. Ah. Oh. Hmm. Um both of these managers have got uh historic reigns at championship clubs. Oh Warnock. Warnock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. And the last one, ex Barcelona manager. Cooman, <laughs> no, no. Bobby Robson. Oh, Bobby Robson. Bobby Robson, stupid boy. But yeah, Rod Rodson. <laughs> 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 That'd be a good manager. Uh, Roy, <laughs> Roy Hodgson. <laughs> Hodgson <laughs> Roy Hodgson. Bobby Robson. Alex Ferguson. Neil Warnock. Claudio Ranieri. Gus Hiddink. Sam Allardyce. Arsene Wenger. Dick Advocate And Harry Redknapp makes up your final ten. Very nice. Bloody hell, there. Because he, like, I think, yeah, Moyes is 60. I think
1: even post is 58. Yeah. yeah so and on, on that,
0: do you know who the youngest ever manager is to take over a game of Premier League football? Ryan Mason? Yeah. That was going to be matisse yeah. but I thought you'd get that. Yeah, Ryan Mason. Yeah, 29. I that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was for <laughs> the um, League yeah, the Cup, Cup final, yeah. Was,
1: <laughs> it? They were comparing Peps and yeah. Peps and like, wow. <laughs> yeah,
0: Major Trophies won. Yeah. Games Managed <laughs> one. <Yeah>, what? <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous yeah right I think Absolutely.
1: that's um no I enjoyed that episode yeah nice that a bit different. normally we obviously speak about West Ham
0: here and there but yeah good to talk about Palace really yeah so next week we'll be back on Monday we'll talk FA Cup and probably a bit of Premier League preview because there's midweek games next mm. week yeah um, and tonight what's the time is it they kicked off yet Brian Brighton, oh, yeah, Bright- Brighton Wolves and it's also, have a look what the uh, Ipswich score is. Count on the town. So,
1: Can 26 minutes in, Brighton 0-0 with Wolves at home. Championship, 12 minutes in, Leicester 0 Ipswich 0 Oh, that's okay.
0: Right, yeah, so we'll get back and watch the second half of them. But again, mm-hmm. thank you all for listening. Hope the audio is back to normal. Like it, I think it has yeah, been the last so. few weeks. It's been pretty consistent. Yeah, it's looking good. <coughs> and, um, it's decent. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, we'll, take you, we'll have you back all next week for another episode of Talking Loyal. So take care and stay loyal. Stay loyal.